We want to prevent burnout by making conscious commitments that we are strategic about and keeping our word so that we don't go into the internal mental, emotional um, self-sabotaging that saps us of energy. Are you ready to master your mindset and your business? Join thousands of women each week who use this podcast as a tool to create financial and emotional wealth. And when you're ready to scale to the next level, visit theunstoppablewoman.com slash go. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman. Let's get started with today's podcast. Okay, so today's topic is how to prevent burnout as a female entrepreneur. Okay, so you're driven. You have big goals. You have big aspirations. You you want more for yourself. You're not afraid of hard work. You have good work ethic. Maybe you have even great work ethic. Um, and yet there sometimes you don't know when to shut it off. Maybe maybe your work ethic's just a little bit too um, intense. Maybe you worry that you're gonna burn out. Right? Like that's. That's a big thing for women who have a strong work ethic. They, they know that they can go and, and drive hard and do the work, but they have this like little niggle in the back of their, their head, in the back of their mind going, what if I burn out, right? What if I overdo this thing? And sure enough, there is, there is the point where you can overdo it, but I'm going to help you today to understand the nuances of that and what to look for and how to approach it and what's going to prevent burnout for you. People err on two sides. Sometimes they err on the side of I'm super driven and I go hard and I'm going to, you know, I'm into the grind, I'm into the persistence, I'm into the go hard um, lifestyle. This is where I get my identity. This is where I get my good juju, right? This is where I get my, like, I have conquered the world and I, I, I'm successful, right? I'm worth it. And then there are people who have this work ethic. They have it as part of who they are, but they are either traumatized from a previous experience where they have gone hard, full stop, and and actually burnt out, or they've seen other people, their friends have that experience, or more likely it's it's their parents. They've seen, um, oftentimes I hear behind the scenes from clients that they're afraid of health issues because their mother died young, or their father died young, or they their parent put too much effort, too much in quotes, effort into the business, and that's what um, cause them some sort of health issue or even death. And it's, and it's a thing that got stuck in their head. So they're really tentative about making bigger commitments and really, um, pushing themselves. And, and that's, that's just fear. Uh, it's not necessarily un, 
sometimes it's unsubstantiated fear. But if if you have uh, a parent who has, say, a, a health condition that you've inherited, that might not be such a bad thing to pay attention to. But does it mean that you have to stop entirely or go go slow all the time or that you can't trust yourself to mitigate um, your workload and understand when the time is to go hard and when the time is to, to rejuvenate and maybe have a more evenly paced um, business uh, drive, right? Commitments and all of that. So uh, the the second person, if we're if we're doing like the the two main categories, one is the go hard. I drive myself hard all the time. I get my identity from um, my level of work ethic, right? Whether it's yeah yeah, it's just who you know yourself to be. And then the other person is someone who's afraid of pushing themselves uh, too hard, and and they pull back. But there's frustration there in both cases. Uh, in both cases, you want to achieve your goals. You want to fully engage in your business, in the tasks, in what you're going for, but you don't want the negative consequences. It's like you're you're stepping on the gas with the desire and putting on putting the brake on with the fear of the negative consequences. And the negative consequences, you know, are are there are many there uh, potentially, not always, not absolutely. But burnout is just one of them. Another one is being someone who's always in her masculine. And we all have the masculine and the feminine sides to ourselves. But if you're always in your masculine and you don't know how to step back into your feminine, that can cause huge challenges in relationships, personal relationships, primary love relationships, and um, that's a topic that I've touched on in previous episodes of the the podcast, and you know we'll go into additionally in more detail. It's something that I I I love teaching on because I think it's something that that uh, gets confused for the the driven woman, for the the woman who really wants to achieve her goals. But the mistake that I see women make is that they think that this is an either or decision, that it's all or nothing, that either I go hard, I hustle, I grind, I push, um, I don't let up, I'm, I'm always going, I'm all in, I'm like persistence and drive is my middle name, um, or I take it really slowly, I don't push myself, I never challenge myself, I take lots of time, I put things off, I I only work during normal business hours. And if it's not easy, I'm not doing it. If it's not easeful, I'm not doing it. And so there's these two either or sides. And you know what? The truth is neither one alone works. If you're all in the drive, if you're all in the go hard, you will eventually crash and burn. Okay. Maybe you'll be able to keep it up for weeks or months or even years but at some point you're going to crash and at some point in that time period you will get to the place where you're not living the life that you want you you don't feel good in your body you don't feel good in who you you are i i 
err on that side. Okay. So I err on the like go hard side because I love that energy pace and that momentum. And quite frankly, I get a lot of, uh, it's motivating to me. If you want to talk neuroscience, the dopamine is flowing when I'm going after my goals and I'm engaged and I'm challenged. And uh, there's a lot of other qualities that are really powerful in that. So you can sustain that for a long time. But I've learned that if you if you do that nonstop and you don't listen to yourself, you will hit a place where there's, if not burnout, diminishing returns. You're you're not being effective anymore. And quite frankly, you're not you're not enjoying your business. And what's the point? Right. I mean, yes, of course, you want to pay your bills. Yes, of course, you want the revenue to buy buy nice things, pretty things, um, go on trips, support your family, send your kids to college, all of those things. Right. Uh, it's an important aspect of it, and you you love the the challenge of you know building a business, and you love the contribution of employing people and giving people amazing jobs. There's all sorts of positives for, for doing the the business. But if you're not delighted about it, if you're not enjoying yourself, that doesn't work. Okay. There's both sides. There's the shadow side and uh, the, the powerful light value side to both of these um, tendencies. So the shadow side of going hard all the time is, um, you lose connection with people, uh, you get burnt out, you're not in delight. There's there's some shadow side to that. The positive side to that is like you're scaling quickly, you're achieving your goals, you you are um motivated, you're you're excited about life, you are in growth and that feels good. There's lots of of really powerful positive things. So we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And the same thing with the like, I go with ease and flow, right? Like I build my business with ease and grace. Absolutely, you want that. However, so shadow side to that is I don't make quick decisions. I take too long to do things. I I lose momentum because I overthink things. And then I I, I, I lose that that desire and that drive. So everything takes longer and I don't do the needle moving things and I don't build my business and I don't, uh, achieve the the goals that I've set out for myself, and and that can be heartbreaking, quite frankly. And the positive side to having a more paced um, way forward is that you really then um, understand your rhythms. You're being sensitive to um, your your daily, your weekly, your monthly rhythms. You are really. Um, appreciative of the other things in your life, so you're you're not single focused or only uh, focused on one aspect of your life. Like for for a lot of women, they want a great business and they want a great body, right? They want to uh, have great energy and have a rocking body. But if if you're only working and you don't work out, which has been the case for me at various times, then you don't get the results of that. So you need to, to build in these, these uh, counterpoints to being all in in your business. Okay. And you can be all in in your business and all in in your life. Okay. And it requires discernment. And that really is the opportunity here 
for you to really understand that it doesn't have to be either or, that um, preventing burnout is not about just taking your foot off of the brake. There's, there's some other, there's some key things I'm going to teach you in a moment, but there's a real opportunity here that in, in this area that I'm going to call discernment and I'm going to, I'm going to give it a few different names. I'm going to call it building self-trust. If you can learn to trust yourself, when do I need to, to go hard? And when do I need to pull back and give myself some more spaciousness? Um, you will start to become the authority in your own life. And this is so critical. This is so critical. You know, we start off at like learning these things, like just getting the understanding. And then we start playing with it more. And then we become an authority in our own life. And that's what, that's the the carrot that I'm holding out for, for each and every one of you, that it is important to really, really, um, understand that you can trust yourself, that you can be the authority in your own life, and you can know when to use one technique, now's the time to go hard, and when to use the technique, now's the time to give myself a little bit more spaciousness and and take my, my foot off the gas a little bit. So if you start doing what I'm about to teach you, you will start building your self-trust, your discernment, your authority, okay? And you start becoming the authority in your own mind. And then you won't build a burnout because you will know exactly what's required in the moment. Now, that does take some time and practice and discernment and um, risking getting it wrong because it's only in it's only on the field of play that you really learn this like just uh learning it intellectually is not enough you actually have to put it to the test and and challenge yourself to go harder if you're someone who's a, more in the ease and flow take it easy camp you you need to challenge yourself to go harder i'm always talking to my clients about closing the gap on time and they'll say oh, i'll do that in 2 weeks and, I, and I'm like, well, what if you did that tomorrow? Like, what if that wasn't something that you had to put off? And it, and it challenges them, but then they, they recognize that they have that capability, okay? So it, it's, it's not, you don't learn that, that you have that capability until you test it out and you um, try it on the field of play. Okay, so the myth is that, there is one size that fits all, all the time. Not only is there just one size that fits me and you and you and you and you and you and you, right? Like as if there was one ideal way of working and that's what's going to prevent burnout. Like as if we're all the same human being with the same drives and the same um, energy levels and body chemistry and brain chemistry and all that. That's just not true. We're all made differently. So why would there just be a one size fits all uh, way of being? You have to learn the nuances. And then second to that is it's not just one size fits all between you and me, but it's not one size fits all. Every single day is the same thing for me or every single day is the same thing for you. If you run a marathon, 
you're going to need to have different inputs. You're going to need to hydrate differently, eat differently, drink your electrolytes, right? All of this stuff at a higher level than on the days when you're not running a marathon. You have different uh, requirements when there are different conditions, the condition being the marathon, right? You're going to eat differently. You're going to um, drink differently. You're going to get, uh, maybe you're going to get a different kind of sleep. There are going to be different requirements for you when the conditions are different. So uh, conditions might look like time of month. You know, we have hormonal ups and downs. Conditions might be uh, you have big deadlines. Um, Conditions might be goals and priorities, right? Like um, you have a monthly goal and you're either front loading that to the first couple of weeks in the month or you are like, oh, we're at the end of the month and I need to, to hustle and now's the time to, to go hard, right? That's a different condition. So everyone has different goals, different priorities. What are your goals? What are your priorities? Um, a condition might look like, I use this a little bit as the example, but like it, it might be a, a a revenue condition, a cash flow condition that is um, creating a different requirement for for you. Um, the condition might be how long you've been going hard or how long you've been taking it easy. Um, that would be um, a different condition, okay? Uh, what's your natural baseline? Okay. So this is a big one. You guys, people have different natural baselines. Now you can change them. You can, you can, um, over time either tune them up or tune them down, but I have a baseline that feels good when I'm challenged more. Okay. So how much challenge you can take would be the baseline. Maybe you can only take a little bit of challenge. That would be a lower baseline. Okay. I can take a lot more challenge. Now I I grew the level of challenge that I could take, but I think my natural baseline is I like to be challenged. Okay. Um, so, so that's a condition, um, like how much get up and go makes you feel alive versus overwhelmed. Um, and then one po- one condition that I really want to emphasize here is how much you value your word, keeping your word to yourself. Now, this one's controversial in, in so much as people think, oh, yeah, I am someone who keeps her word to herself. I value that. Like, I'm honest. I'm in integrity with myself. And yet what I see is that a lot of people um, say they're going to do something, but don't do it. I know that that used to be me. I would say I was going to do something and I wouldn't keep my word to myself. I would come up with all sorts of excuses, distractions, other things I had to do, more important stuff. And I wasn't willing to face the challenge of doing the hard thing that was in front of me. So I broke my word to myself a lot. And it lowered my self-worth. It lowered how much worth, how, how I saw myself. And it lowered my trust in myself. And it was a downward cycle. And what happens when, when you consistently break your word to yourself is that it, it, it really causes a form of 
burnout. I'm not going to say it's the only thing that causes burnout, but for this podcast, I really want to emphasize this, okay? That that burnout is linked to the manner in which you make and keep your commitments to yourself, okay? So or or keep your word to yourself. So let me explain. You can consciously or unconsciously make commitments. Consciously, that would look like, I am going to get this thing done by tomorrow at three. That's a conscious commitment, okay? Uh, maybe you, you, you put it on the calendar, you make a plan. Um, it, it's very uh, clearly, consciously um, articulated for yourself. That's a conscious commitment. An unconscious commitment is, I'm going to get these three things done. That's on my to-do list. Uh, well, let me say it differently. That's on my, my what I must get done today list. But then there's like five or six or seven or 10 things on your to-do list that you're unconsciously committing to getting done. You haven't said out loud or to yourself, I'm going to get that done. But they're running through your head as if you need to get those done and you plan to get those done. And if you don't get those done, you you have messed up. That's an unconscious commitment. Okay. And there's so many of those that people make and it's, and it's self-sabotaging. So it, it creates a huge amount of trouble because if you make a bunch of unconscious commitments, you're, you're, you're not going to be planning appropriately and strategically. So on the conscious side, you you need to uh, troubleshoot your conscious commitments by making sure that you've planned strategically, that you've mapped it out on your calendar, that you're allowing enough time, that you're not um, over committing yourself to the amount of time on your calendar, um, and and you're making adjustments appropriately. I talk about with my clients, buffer 30% more time, right? Like things just take longer. In fact, one of the things that um, I'm experiencing right now, like the last few days and today, is that we're setting up a new podcast studio with better equipment and better AV and everything takes longer. Oh, we didn't get that part. We didn't have this set up. We didn't have that set up. The lights didn't arrive. The, you know, the mic isn't working. All of this stuff. And, uh, you know, I needed to buffer three extra days, not just 30% more time. Even though someone else on my team is doing that, it still takes time. So that was uh, poor planning uh, on, on my part. And, you know, a little grace here, at least we started. Because if we hadn't started, we wouldn't have gotten as far as we we are getting. So anyways, the, the, the little personal aside there, you need to adjust things consciously and make clear commitments, really, really work your, your calendar. Okay. Um, unconsciously, you have to pull back the curtain and really see the unconscious commitments you've made to yourself, you've made to others. This is extremely important because it's a way of self-sabotaging. Okay. When you set commitments and you do this consciously and strategically instead of unconsciously or consciously, but not strategically, you set yourself up for success. Okay. You know what done looks like and you know how and when you're going to get it done. 
And then it's about keeping your word to yourself, not having something on your calendar and then blowing it off. Okay. Um, it's about having enough time there, planning it out. Uh, of course, there's always grace that you need to give yourself, but it's fundamentally, it's like, I said, I was going to do this and I'm going to do this and not letting yourself get into the self-sabotages that are so um, common, like distracting yourself um, with something else that's really important, like cleaning out your closet or taking care of the dog or trying on the new clothes or, you know, this other thing in the business, like um, your team needs a thousand answers from you, right? It happens all day long as, as the leader in your business, people need things from you. And quite frankly, most women have a conditioning to be the hero, okay? To want to be needed, to want to be seen. They get their sense of importance and status from being needed by others. So we allow ourselves to be very reactive to other people. Um, and also being afraid to start, just like not not wanting to start the thing that's really challenging and hard because what if we fail? What if we disappoint ourselves? What if it turns out that we're really not good enough? What if we don't know how to do this? And and that uses up so much energy. That uses up so much energy. And that creates a tendency towards burnout. Not just over committing to your day, which is the classic con- conception of burnout. But allowing yourself by not keeping your word, by not following through, by stalling out with the self-sabotages, you're, you're using up this tremendous amount of mental and emotional energy on the push-pull around that. And that creates this huge amount of energy drain, which will lead to burnout. So we want to prevent burnout by making conscious commitments that we are strategic about and keeping our word so that we don't go into the internal mental, emotional, um, self-sabotaging that saps us of energy. Okay. So fundamentally that's about, you know, you got to do the thing. One of the, the little adages that I have with my clients is, is often when I see this happening, that, that action is a balm, like take action just start. Okay. Just start. It's so much easier than you think it is. Once you pick up the phone and start talking to that person, once you start the project that's hanging over your head, like once you just start, it's amazing how much easier it ends up being. Okay. So to prevent burnout, to recap, we want to consciously make commitments and plan your time strategically. Okay. You want to do the thing no matter what. Okay. That means keeping your word. Sometimes this will be putting some pressure on yourself because mm, I let myself get distracted all the day. And instead of just blowing it off, now I have to actually get it done right now. That's a, that's a little bit of pressure. Okay. Um, a little caveat here. When I say do the thing, no matter what is very challenging to talk about. On the one hand, I mean that no matter what, like don't go to bed, don't finish your day, don't don't wrap up until it's done. But sometimes there's discernment and you know this 
I did my best. This just took so much longer than expected. Like the vid- setting up the video studio for my team just took longer than expected. So, you know, we're doing a workaround, doing podcasts in a different way, doing videos in a different way. But I also know that I can give myself some grace because that took up some time. It wasn't that I actually blew it off. Okay. So there's discernment there. Okay. So uh, fundamentally, though, it's a no matter what thing. I think it's really important to, to sort of have that as a baseline because I think people make excuses way more often than they realize um, that they do. Just really check in on whether you're making excuses um, there. Okay. Then a few things that I haven't spoken about, but I really want to emphasize here is that you want to appreciate the journey, the challenge along the way. This is one of the things that helps with dopamine release is that instead of rewarding yourself just for the job well done at the end, right? I'm all about, you know, celebrating the wins, but we really are on a much longer journey. Celebrate. If you celebrate a win, celebrate how it's getting you to that next um, milestone or growing your business or growing yourself. And you want to celebrate the, the journey along the way, what you're learning throughout the process, because that will keep you motivated in a way that's different in your dopamine system than, than just by the, the will, the push. Okay. So I'm not a neuroscience expert, but this is my understanding. I've done a lot of uh, digging into dopamine, and this is one of the key things that they that the neuroscientists talk about. The other thing is you don't want to uh, move the goalposts. Now you you do want to build bigger and bigger goals for yourself, but you don't want to constantly be shifting the goalposts of what done looks like for your day. If you were strategically planning your day and then you then say, I needed to get more done, that's a recipe for burnout. You're never going to feel great. So don't move the goalposts along the way. You're, you want to build bigger goals, but let yourself achieve, then build, achieve, then build, achieve, then build. Okay. Um, and then the a couple classic things to help you prevent uh, burnout that all of you know, but I'm just going to emphasize again, uh, is to give yourself time for R&R, you know, rest and recovery, uh, rejuvenate, um, do some self-care, get the sleep, get the the shifting of the focus, do some other things, have some fun. Um, that's going to really help. You know that already. Okay. That's not new. And then lastly here, love what you do. Don't be in a business that you hate. Okay, now, sometimes you haven't set up your business to be a business that you love. That's a topic for another podcast. But fundamentally, like, if you love your business, it will be so much easier. Then we can just change the the business model or how you're running your day or how you're running yourself or the kind of support and team that you have in order to leverage kind of marketing, all of that stuff. If you love what you do fundamentally, then growing your business will be so much fun. And that's a huge part of preventing burnout. Uh, But the main takeaways for today are being someone who consciously and strategically makes commitments to herself and 
Um, don't undermine yourself by not keeping your word or unconsciously committing. Okay. With that, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.